Welcome to Geek Speak Sidekick, your companion to Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and TV series, Geek Speak Live. I'm your host, the geek of all trades, Steve Muller. And I'm your co-host, Brendan, waiting for the ball to drop low. You're still waiting for those? No, it's nearly New Year. <laughs> oh, oh, that ball. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I thought you meant the balls that dropped during high school. I said, I, I only said singular. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't know if you'd had an accident at some point in your childhood. <laughs> no, it's nearly New Year, you it dick. It is, isn't it? Yeah. This is our last podcast for the year. I know. Our, our what is it, maiden year? Well, yes, yes, it is because we only start. When, when did we start? Uh, J- June or July? It was. It was when Wade was overseas. Yeah, I think it was. And it was around the time we just been, got back from Sydney Supernova. It would have been early to mid July. I'm going to put it at. Good to know that we're on top of this. Yes. <laughs> but yes, it is the last podcast before the new year, and so we want to do a bit of a year in review. Yeah. Some of the highlights that we've had throughout our journey as the sidekicks, but also. Well, before we were officially sidekicks as well. We were just part of because the crew. We were just part of the crew, but now we're something special. <laughs> and um, just, you know, just a few odds and ends here and there yeah. just to fill this fucker out. <laughs> <laughs> but first, how was Christmas? It was good. It was good. I had a good time. Caught up with the family and everything. It was a great couple Pretty much of days. what you do at Christmas these days. And yeah, I, um, I didn't have to work Boxing Day, oh, which was a miracle. I don't, I don't know how... You wrangled that because my day's working in retail. Everyone worked Boxing Day. I didn't ask for it. I've never asked for it. This is three my third year at the company I work for. Third year I haven't worked Boxing Day. Bugger. And I've never How? asked for I've never asked for it off. I would have to fight tooth and nail and I, I would lose every time. Like we were basically told it's Christmas. You don't get holidays. Someone you don't get said a day to me off. yesterday it either means they really, really like you or they really, really hate me. <laughs> they don't Not want me the there. hate. They don't want me there at Boxing Day. <laughs> well, what'd you get for Christmas? Uh, I got lots of goodies. Mm. Um, I'll tell you the geeky stuff that I got. Yeah, let, let's stick with the geeky stuff, which is pretty much all of my stuff, actually. Yes, I got... Uh, well, we were talking about, on our play date, the reason why I had to be out of the house was because Jess was, was making me something. She was yes, being yes, crafty. Yes. yes, yes. Um, turns out, uh, she made me cushion covers. Well, she made me cushions. Yeah, and they are awesome. She actually got some of the fabric from Make It Sew, which yeah. is where we got the fabric for... for our shirts. The shirts that, um, especially the Batman shirt that mm-hmm. Emily made you, mm-hmm. because you were wondering about that a while back. Well, yeah, I the you day you thought the that... day of the zombie walk, mm-hmm. you came over here to pick Anna and I up, and Jess kind of snuck outside to where Emily was and was having a quiet chat to her. And you're like, and ooh, thought, something sus is going on over here. Okay, and then when I bought, was looking at buying the material for for the shirt that she made me at Supernova. Mm-hmm. My initial instinct was I had like I had to ask you flat out. I'm like, look, do you know if Jess And I had to me- ring Emily and say, Is is this true? Like, is this what's happening? And she's like, No, but tell Brendan to fucking mind his own business and be surprised. But that was the thing. I just knew if I had have gone and bought this material and given it to Emily to sew me a shirt, it would have broken Jess's heart. Yeah. So I was doing the right thing kind by of. sort of trying to suss it like <laughs> you know, so I, I didn't know what I was getting. I you know, towards the closer it got to Christmas Eve, I kind of had a little inkling. I was like, I wonder if, I wonder if she's made me cushions. Because we have discussed about, because mm-hmm. I did have Batman cushions already. They were just yep, yep. ones from Spotlight, Batman Brave and the Bold mm. ones. And they were getting a bit mangy and we were talking about, you know, looking at getting new ones soon and, and whatever. And yeah, then I just, I thought, well, maybe she's made me cushions. Which is funny because part of the, you Christmas, got her a cushion. Part of the Christmas present <laughs> I gave Jess was this beautiful little mermaid, um, like hand-painted 
um, cushion. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was really, really nice. So, so yeah, we, we ended up giving each other cushions, which I thought was really funny. Um, her brother actually gave me a really cool comic. Um, oh yeah. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's an old Superman one from the eighties. Um, whatever happened to the man of tomorrow? That's an Alan Moore written book, by it? Alan Moore. Yes. Um, but the reason why I thought you'd really like it, uh, yep, yep. well, Kurt Swan does the art in the main story, the Whatever Happened to the Man of Tomorrow yeah. story, but there's also two other Alan Moore Superman stories in there. One is a, a story of um, his run on Swamp Thing oh, yeah, yeah. that features Superman. The next is a Superman annual from, I think it's 85 or 86 mm-hmm. off the top of my head. Um, it's actually done by Alan Moore. Yeah. And the art is Dave Gibbons. Oh, my Watchmen crew. Yeah. And I started reading it this morning, that story, and I got two pages in. I'm like, this story sounds really familiar. Mm. <clears throat> and then I turned a page and and saw uh, an image. And I'm like, okay. And what had actually happened was Justice League Unlimited, the cartoon from a few years ago. Oh, yeah. They did a story that was obviously based on this. Mm. It was like, you know, a couple of the characters... Tying together. Yeah, a couple of the characters are different. But after I, uh, after I finished reading that story, because I had to put it down before, I want to actually go and watch that Justice League and episode. And see how true to... And see in the is. credits if it says, based on or, you know, written by, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Because usually they would. If it's something based on that, they ha- usually acknowledge that. Yeah. Now, I saw a few Batman figures in there. Yes. Uh, you've got the 1960s Batman Robin climbing the wall, wall hanger one. Yeah, that was actually given to me by um, honorary psychic Grace. Thank you very much, Grace. That thing looks fucking amazing. And partly because I saw it, I wanted to buy it for you. I'm like, I don't have that amount of money. <laughs> I don't know how. I, look, I, was, I was absolutely flattered when she gave it to me. Uh. So yeah, um, Grace gave me that. And as I said, I was absolutely thrilled. I saw these in the shops um, a couple of months ago and just yeah. like filled the cup, essentially. <laughs> but the thing... <laughs> The thing was, I didn't realize. Ow. I knew it had. It, I knew it had like sort of the wall. Um, I guess base because in it, there. Well, it's it's packaged on its side, so yeah. it looks like they're walking just and, along. Yeah, and I thought that would kind of ground. be how you would display it. But it wasn't until I got it out of the box, I realized, oh, you can actually hang this on yeah, the wall. Yeah, it's freaking amazing. It's really cool. I'll have to maybe post a photo of it or yep. something to all hung up so you see what we're talking about. But it does. It looks like Batman and Robin from the 60s show yeah. are climbing up a wall above my Batman collection. So it's that that was awesome. Um, and and then, I saw quite a chesty figure on the shelf as well, one that hasn't usually been there. Yeah, my little brother got me uh, the Play Arts Catwoman. From Dark Knight Rises. Ah, uh, the Anne Hathaway version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uh, one or two of her proportions are slightly larger than what she's in real life. <laughs> um, but I mean, actually, you've seen Todd post uh, photos of some of the playouts figures on the Kaboom page yep. quite a lot, actually. Yep, yep. Um, really, really nice figures. Very um, articulated. Very detailed. Yeah. They're not cheap, too. So your brother didn't just, you know, phone it in this Christmas. No. It's like, he got you something good. I bought myself the Batman one earlier this year. Yeah. Um, I've got the Catwoman. I'd eventually like to get the Bane. I know they're doing um, characters from all three Nolan films, but yeah. I wouldn't mind just getting the three from, from Dark Knight Rises. Well, we did, uh, Emily and I did Small Christmas. Like, mm-hmm. all the presents were small. Uh, I got, you know, Nano Blocks. They're like Lego, but they're tiny. They're a Jap- I'm pretty okay. sure they're a Japanese one. They're freaking hard to build because they're so tiny and fidgety. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure um, they started doing a Minecraft thing because of the whole building stuff. Uh, they've done a few. Pokemon. Okay. So Emily got me a Bulbasaur Nanoblocks thing. Mm-hmm. So that took me about half an hour to build because it's so fidgety. A uh, little Lego minifig. Yeah. The hazmat guy from many years ago from their blind pack stuff. I've always wanted the hazmat guy and never been able to find him. I'm going to come back to Lego, but keep uh, going. So I got that. 
and she got me little figurines of the three starters from Pokemon X and Y, Chespin, okay. Froakie, and Fennekin. I don't know what any of that means. Nah. And some <laughs> wee boxer shorts. Cool. Just, you know, light blue. says the word wee all over them. They were to replace a pair of... Um, <laughs> wee. Wee. Yeah, I call them my wee pants. Yeah. Uh, they were replacing a pair. I used to have the same design, but in long pyjama pants, and uh, an ex took them. Okay. So, and it's so fucking hot right now. I can't yeah. sit around in long pajama pants at night, but I don't want to just sit there in jocks. I need a little airflow. Mm-hmm. So, no, we just we just went little and Fisher airflow won't be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and um, no, so we just went the little stuff, and but I couldn't be happier. Like, I, I'd I'd see people posting on Facebook like these massive Lego sets that they're getting. Mm-hmm. All I got was a mini fig, and I'm still sitting there saying, "Mine's better than yours." For the first time in, I don't know, ever, I think, Yeah, I got something Lego given to me for Christmas. Yeah. Nothing I had to build. Oh, right. Thank God. Oh, did you get a minifig? I got a, um, a Joker, like a Lego Joker. Um, it's bigger than a normal like Lego figure. Yeah. Um, it's a key ring of oh, the Lego yeah, Joker. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know the ones. And it's got a little, um, to- it's a little torch. Ah, uh, yeah. His feet yeah, light yeah. up. Yeah. That's really cool. Didn't you also get a Batman one? No. From Trent, oh, I got, I got a. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't a Lego one. It was oh. just a little Batman minifig. Well, the minifig's Lego. No. See, when I hear minifig, that's no, no. the term for Lego characters. Okay, no, it was, it's actually just like a little mini figurine. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> it's a minifig. No, so yeah, we just went small. Uh, we did get Emily's brother gave us this awesome board game that we're actually going to play tonight. We haven't had a chance to because with Christmas, you know. Mm-hmm. Christmas Day was at Mum's with my brother and sister. Boxing Day was up at Dad's place at Caloundra with my brother and sister as well. So it's just been full on. But uh, Matt gave us this board game called A Kaiju Kind of Day. Okay. Now, you know what kaiju are, I do don't now. You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Japanese movie monsters. Well, actually, the, the listeners wouldn't know because we haven't talked about it yet. Yeah. But I have watched Pacific Rim now. Oh, what do you think? I understand why you love it so much. Yep, yep. I didn't like it nearly as much as you. I enjoyed it. Yeah. But it... Oh, look, it's a fun popcorn yeah. action flick. That's all you really need to know about it. It's yeah. just like, it's giant monsters fighting giant mechs. Like, what do you expect from it? The thing that kept pulling me out of the movie, though, yeah. were those two guys doing the most awful oh, Australian accents I've accents. ever yeah, no, they were heard. Terrible. Um, but yeah, basically this game kind of goes along those lines. It's... It's made by, I forget forget the guy's name, but it's all just personally made. Okay. Through a website called The Game Crafter. Mm. Basically, you can make your own board game and you can source bits from them and they'll print it up and box it and do all that. And So, the drawings of the characters. Basically, it's uh, you own a ramen shop Mm -hmm. and the kaiju want to come and try out the new ramen. (laughs) So, Japan thinks that they're attacking. Yes. And so they want to stop them. So it's a two-player game. One person's the Japanese military, and you've got little tanks and fighter jets and missile launchers. But then a few character cards of things like the Jaegers from Mm -hmm. Pacific Rim. Mm -hmm. And then the other person is the Kaiju uh, with a few character cards of different ones. And one of them's called, like, Queen Chikara. And it's this giant two-headed chicken thing. And the drawings of the character cards, like, they look like they've been drawn by a five-year-old. But that's what... That's what I love about it. Is it? It's just so simplistic. Yeah, 
and somebody just thought of this themselves and went and made it. So thegamecrafter.com. Yeah. You can buy games from there. You can submit your own ideas. You can make your own board games. Check it out. And in the new year, when we're back, I'll tell you how the game went because I'm really looking forward to it. Cool. A kaiju kind of day. Awesome. So looking forward to that. And yeah, apart from it, just, you know, the usual Christmas stuff, cash and... Hanging out with family. Yeah. Drinking. I actually spent Christmas Day watching Man of Steel. Oh. That was okay. good. Okay. My, my little brother, um, had, he got it on DVD. Yeah. And he'd never seen it. And I kept saying since it came out, like, either you need to go and see it or when you do see it finally, let me know because I want to watch it with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, he got it for Christmas and we, yeah, we watched it, uh, yeah, well, for three hours on Christmas well, Day. We did love actually yep. in the morning while, before we went over to mum's for Christmas lunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, that night we watched The Burbs, which is Emily's... I, I, I don't remember if I mentioned this on the last podcast. It's not a Christmas movie, but it's her Christmas tradition yep. movie. Mine's Transformers Animated. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I didn't have it anywhere. So we ended up watching Batman Returns, <laughs> which kind of falls into that whole diehard yeah, set of Christmas. it's not a Christmas movie, but it but is there, set at Christmas. But there's a hell of a lot more Christmas stuff in it than there is in Die Hard. Yeah, well. Uh, so one thing I realised, Batman is Barely in that film. Yes. Now, now we, we won't go too much into no, it. No. The, the, uh, but that film, <laughs> Mum and, and, and Dad Way, probably won't appreciate us talking smack about their favourite Batman Wayne movie. And, oh, look, I love the film. I like the film too. But I think I could count how many times Bruce Wayne slash Batman talks on both hands. Well, this thing, the same argument can be made for Dark Knight Rises, to be fair. Yeah. I, I love that film, mm. but I... Since it's you know since it's sort of the hype died down from it and I can remove myself yeah out of the excitement of there being another Nolan Batman film I watch that now and it's like fuck Batman's hardly it's, in it's this a movie. villain film it is but so, it's just done better so yeah we watched that I loved it still love it yeah but yeah so you not watch kids, Superman I watch Batman not a kids movie though is it oh fuck no <laughs> no because you hadn't seen it for years no and I, we Emily and I both. Just sat there and going, wow, we don't remember, we didn't remember um, Penguin being this vulgar. No, like he, he just wants to get, he's a dirty little bastard. He just wants to get laid in that movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> something, do something with his flippers. Yep, the French flipper, French flipper trick. <laughs> <laughs> but look, before we get into it, before we get into the year in review, mm-hmm. there is something I do have to mention. I mentioned in the last podcast that Pokemon Bank would be coming out December 27. <laughs> yes. I was even going to do a little Geek Speak update for it. And why didn't you do that video, Steve? <laughs> because it hasn't gone up. Because so many people got Nintendo consoles and games for Christmas, especially 3DS consoles and Pokemon X and Y. Not surprised. The eShop shat itself. <laughs> Good. I tried for two days. I still haven't got onto the eShop. Oh, wow. Basically, they released the bank in Japan first, mm-hmm. which th- this is a complaint of mine. The whole thing <laughs> with these games has been... The whole international thing. Everyone gets it at the same time. Worldwide release date. Japan is still getting a lot more stuff than we get, like exclusive characters and little things and everything. We get nothing. Mm -hmm. They get the bank first, and then basically the servers shit themselves. Because you've got people, like even if you've just bought Pokemon X and Y, you might not want to use the bank, but you need to update it if you want to use the online features because they've had a few patches. Okay. Everyone's trying to do that. The servers just crapped out. And so they've had to actually, it was due to come out for European, Australian, North American release yesterday. Yep. Nope. They pulled it off the Japanese shop. Wow. The release date has been changed to to be determined. Oh, shit. And right now they're trying to fix it, like everything. And 
we thought they would have learnt their lesson. They had something similar a few years ago with an online feature for one of the Pokemon games in Japan. Mm-hmm. Service crapped out. And we're like, okay, why are they not releasing this all at the same time? We're thinking, okay, maybe Japan was the trial. To uh, okay. Like, surely Nintendo and Makes Game Freak sense. and everyone know how many copies they've sold so they have an idea of how many people are going to hit this thing. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking... They used it as a trial to see how much load they would take. Yep. Now they're just in crisis control trying to fix everything. So have no idea when it's coming out. I'm getting pissed off because I'm trying to do free battling and playing against Japanese guys who have an entire team of legendaries. Yep. And I've got nothing. See, yeah, it's just going to... I don't want to get off on a big tangent here, but it's something that really frustrates me, not with, obviously, a a Pokemon thing, but Mm. just with the way technology is these days and the things that we can do and, you know, the internet capabilities and stuff like that. Sites like, you know, Ticketek and stuff like that. They don't... It's just, I don't understand how in this day and age how sites can crash like that. Maya's website crashed on Boxing Day because of the Boxing Day sales. It's like, you know how much traffic you're going to get. Surely you can be prepared for this. Xbox, uh, for Xbox One, they had the similar thing, server issues on Christmas Day because of, um, you know, every, just a massive influx of users. Yeah. And the problem with the Nintendo one is because to get Pokemon Bank, you need to, to create a Nintendo network ID, yep. which if you own both a Wii U and a 3DS, it links the two and does all this thing. Okay. Because the 3DS shop is fucking up, yeah. Because everything's linked, it was also screwing with the Wii U shop. Yeah. And, yeah, just everyone has these issues. Like, even, um, you know, you mentioned Ticketek. Yeah, Maya went down. Xbox One went down. And it constantly happens where you know this is going to happen. Yeah. I think the worst thing that Nintendo and Game Freak did was say, let's release this thing two days after Christmas. <laughs> yeah. They should have either started staggering it before then. Yep. Because now they're basically going to have to stay... For all we know, Japan will get it next week. North America will get it the week after. Europe will get it the week after that. Yeah. Because they just weren't prepared. No. I, as I said, in this day and age, I, I really... Not that I'm a technical whiz by any stretch of the imagination, but with mm. all the advancements and things they can do, yeah, it, it just shouldn't happen. You see it all the time. It's like, yep, the website crashed within five minutes. It's like, well... This that happened yesterday, and it happened last week, and it happened last month. I mean, how many how people? How have you not upgraded your service? How many people? You know, just as an example, and again, this is probably someone very who doesn't who knows nothing what they're talking about. Yeah, like a website like Facebook, for example. Mm. How many people log on to that at any given time during the day? And how rare when it does, everyone goes to shit. It's like, oh my god, Facebook's not working. And it's, it's been twenty minutes. I can't check it. It's generally but, fixed within half an hour. But my but point is, how, how many does it people are logging onto that website at one time? Yeah. You're preaching to the choir. <laughs> so no, Pokemon Bank's not out. I'll be keeping listeners and followers informed as to when it's up because, believe me, I'm fanging at the... That, that's what I was going to be doing yesterday and today. So when you messaged me before and said, hey, man, I've got some free time. I'm not working. Let's record. I'm like, yeah, I can actually do that. Awesome. You had another thing you wanted to talk about too, something else that's not going to interest me. No, but I'll come back to that because we're going to do the year in review and it will kind of fall into it. Okay. 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 So, the Geek Speak sidekick year in review. <laughs> <laughs> As you say, multi-million dollar special effects yes. on this show. Yes, yes, yes. But uh, when did you start? Um, I... Because this is our first year with Geek Speak. It is. Well, I... 
I was on podcast last year. Yeah. Uh, my first podcast was around June, early, actually it was early July last year. So 2012. Um, yeah. I joined the guys for, uh, it was called the Batman Extravaganza. Oh yes. I it was my first podcast and we, it was just a Batman special because yep. it was ramping up to the release of Dark Knight Rises. Um, and then after that, I was on the Dark Knight Rises special podcast. Yep. And then sporadically towards, you know, the last half of last year, I was, if I was ever up in town, I generally jump on the podcast yeah. with the guys. Um, I I officially sort of became the Batman Bond, well, you know, correspondent, even though you have issues. Consultant. With I know. <laughs> um, really officially, I, I'd take it as probably early this year, um, once there was sort of the changeover of hosts and everything. Yeah, Todd, yeah, yeah. Todd was like, no, look, I want you more involved. I want you to do things. Um, Wade gave me, you know, admin capabilities to, to the website. Yep. Uh, but I think for me... On a, on a personal level and really feeling part of the team, even yeah. though I'd done podcasting all the way through and stuff like that, it was really um, supernova in April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was, so I was, that was four months in for me. Yeah. Because it was around December last year, so December 2012, yeah. uh, I was in contact with Todd and I, said, and I knew that they needed a host. And I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I kind of made a joke. Yeah. And I said, oh, look, if you need someone, I'll do it because of the journalism degree and everything. I wanted to get more. Like, I wanted to get back into it. Yeah. And I made it more as a joke. He's like, right, I'll be in contact with you after Christmas. I'm like, oh, okay. And literally, like, two days after Christmas, he's like, right, mate, write up these scripts, da-da-da, we'll get you up in Toowoomba, we'll start filming. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. So pretty much straight away into the new year, like, when was the first video that went up with me? It was in the January. The one, like, the, just the 22nd long introducing Steve. It was in January sometime. It, uh, yeah, it was, like, uh, mid-January. So, mm-hmm. it was, we were straight into it. Because there was that earlier video in January that killed off the last host, and then you came in. Yeah. Todd tried to kill me off <laughs> yeah. straight away. <laughs> it didn't Wade work. Wade stopped him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, the first full-length video that went up was The Amazing Spider-Man 700. Mm-hmm. which was the death of Peter Parker. Yeah. And then... Jeez, that's been a year. I wow. think. Well, yeah, I think that video went up January 22nd or something like that. Around that time. Around then. And then the next one I had go up was the Pokemon X and Y announcement yeah. on February 7th. And then we met for the first time in March. We, yes, we, we met I, and we podcasted that night. That was the night we were up for um, Ghostbusters on the big screen. Yes, because I'd, I'd done the videos and everything, gone to the studio, but you weren't there. Yep. And then I went up for, I think it was episode 51 probably of Geek Speak Live. Yeah. We had everyone on. We'd made it this big grand affair because, yeah, we went and saw Ghostbusters on the big screen. Mm-hmm. And then soon enough, it was... April? Yeah, Supernova. And down at Gold Coast Supernova. Yeah, and that's when things sort of really took off. But what were some highlights for you from down there? Like, we, we've spoken before, but yeah, like, what were the things that really just stood out? I think, well, it was it was my first Supernova in about two years. Yep. Um, I think mine too. It was my first Supernova, obviously, with um, media access. Yep. Uh, I was just blown away, really, at, at uh, the, what's the word I'm sort of looking for, the the caliber of guests that we were allowed to interview. Oh, my God. Um, again, I mean, we've talked about the man before, but, you know, because of Lionel and, and sort of, I think, the mutual respect 
between Lionel and, and, and Geekspeak. Yep. Um, you know, we thought we'd, we'd get maybe one or two we, we, we of just, the, the lower-rung celebrities they had. Like we, 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 sort of, we interviewed all the comic guys and yeah. everyone, all the Australian independent comic guys, and we thought, we'll see what we can get with the bigger names. Yeah, and then sort of next thing we knew, we were sitting in a media room. With Sylvester McCoy. And we were being, yeah, had Sylvester McCoy ushered into uh, us. Adam Baldwin, Adam Baldwin. ushered into us. Like, uh, who, who else, else was there? What, are we just saying the same fucking words? Stop I so. mirroring me. I think so. Uh, who else? Uh, the d- 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 we I, we didn't get to interview him, but he walked past. We said hello. Uh, Michael Rosenbaum. Michael Rosenbaum. Saw, that was really um, cool. Uh, who's the chick who played I Dream of Genie? Or <laughs> we are so, we're on the same. <laughs> it's so ingrained in here. Barbara Eden. Barbara Eden. We saw her. We saw the Hoff. Who was um Barbara Gordon? Barbara, oh, Julie McNiven. Julie McNiven. She's not Barbara Gordon, but she should be Barbara Gordon. Uh, who, who was the real standout for you? Then? Well, we got to see Ray Park. That was cool. Really, I think one of the, especially the standout for me, other than Adam Baldwin, because he has, you know, Firefly, Serenity, mm-hmm. uh, Chuck. Uh, for me, he was the voice of um, Breakdown in Transformers Prime. <laughs> yes. I also got to meet Tony Todd. Candyman. Candyman. Ah, don't say it one more time. Ooh, <laughs> Candyman. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, he was also a voice in uh, Transformers Prime as a Decepticon Dreadwing. Yes. He did the voice for me. And oh. I've seen how you react when people, do, when people do Transformers voices. Oh, yeah, you were there in person. <laughs> um, so, no, that was, I think those were the highlights. Was Well, not only just seeing the big celebrities. Well, for actually, just, for me, now that I think about it, the highlight was probably um, Gail Simone. Ah, yes, got to speak to Gail Simone. Yeah, and she signed my Batgirl comic. Dave Gibbons. Yes. We got to interview Dave. Mel and I interviewed Dave Gibbons at uh, yeah. Gold Coast. And holy crap, like that was, I was so pissed that I didn't have a comic. I didn't take my copy of Watchmen because mm-hmm. I would have loved for him to autograph it. Yep. But talking to somebody of that caliber, mm-hmm. I was just. I mean, it's comic book royalty. Yeah, and then he got us onto the digital comic stuff, Madefire. Yes. Madefire.com, where it are uh, motion comics. Mm-hmm. And oh, what was the... There was one other person I met there that I, I really... I, it would be remiss not to mention. Um, the, the words leopard print come into mind. Is Mr. Paul a- Abstruse! <laughs> Paul and I made our love known to the public when we first made eyes across the room and just knew... That we were going to be eternally attached to each well, other he, he, he by was, the crotches. He locked onto your bright coloured comic shirt, and you were like locking onto the bright neon leopard print that he was of his wearing. Crotch. <laughs> <laughs> he no. does have a Joel Schumacher crotch, doesn't oh, he? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next thing he'll have uh, like a bat suit, Paul bat nipples. nipples. <laughs> yeah, Paul nipples. <laughs> but so no, that was April. Yes. So Geeks Week was definitely building for us. Yeah, it was. Uh, there was May, more and more coming on. May was was relatively quiet. You, you were more, especially then. You were more just uh, like crew helping out. Um, po- I was posting a lot of stories on the page, sort of a couple. But of times you were a more week. so like you weren't so much in front of the camera. No, I've no. done a couple of pieces. Yeah, um, some which still haven't come out. They're kind of filler for when things quieten yeah. down. But um, no, I've done a couple of things in front of the camera, but not really. And then from there, it just started to build really snowball. Build. Like <laughs> June, June was when things sort of that was kind of the game changer for us because we um, had a lot of big movies out around then. Yeah, June saw um, us do a, sort of the Geek Speak trip to Sydney. Yes, because Wade boys was trip. A, Wade was away. Yep. So it was Todd, you, me, and Russ. Yep, yep. Russ, our cameraman, and flew we, down to Sydney. For, we did for uh, Supernova. Supernova. I, and I, I always go to say whenever I say Supernova for Sydney, I always go to say Gold Coast Supernova. 
I think you were going to say Sydney Nova. Uh, so no, we flew down for that. Yeah, uh, and that, that was really cool. I mean, it was trip. It was good, you know, all jokes aside. Mm. Um, it was a really good bonding session, actually. No, there was bonding. <laughs> I said all jokes My aside. My ass bonded with a toilet because, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I don't know what I ate down there. Uh, yeah, I was in the same You guys apartment. discovered that sometimes I'm really not a morning person. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, that was a really good time because it, yep. was, it was just before Man of Steel came out. So we were already really excited about... I had the about... Man of Steel exhibition down at the galleries. Yeah, we got to see Henry... Ca- oh, I forgot about that. We got to see Henry Cavill's Superman suit. And I got to fly around Sydney Harbour as Superman on their yeah. little thingy thingy. And, of course, there was Supernova. Yep. Which, uh, I mean, there was one standout, I think, for all of us there. Alan Tudyk. Yep. Just sort of can't really beat that. No, no. Like, well, we got to interview and uh, we got shut down. We got shut down by Margot Kidder. Yeah, because even though she didn't have a single line, she just didn't want any part of it. That was where we saw that the Hoff really is a dipshit. Yep. Uh, we got to interview Claire Kramer. Yes. Uh, Anthony Montgomery. Mm-hmm. And oh, who was the? I had to go behind the desk and kind of slot in between. Oh, well, that was Alan Tudyk. That was Alan Tudyk. We got to see Carl Urban and the Weasley twins, um, yes. the Phelps brothers, but unfortunately didn't get to speak of them. But Alan Tudyk, yeah, that was just sensational. Yeah, we're still still eternally grateful to one. Yeah, for that one. Uh, pro- problem with uh, Sydney Supernova was just that weather. Yeah, oh, it, was, it was very cold, cold, and very wet. rainy. People getting locked outside because they went over capacity. Mm-hmm. So you're stuck outside in the wet. There's not no food not enough food anywhere in the not just in the Supernova venue, but in the precinct. No, there was, was not enough food. Because it's bush. There's yeah. nothing out there. And a lot of the food places, I don't know if they didn't know it was on, and they just thought it was a quiet Saturday where there was no yeah. sporting events on at the field because they were shut. Yeah. And there was nothing to eat. Nope. And then leading out from Supernova, I think the next big thing for us was Zombie Walk. No. No? No. Leading out from Supernova, well, we had Man of Steel, obviously, which we were all excited about. Oh. But it wasn't long after that. You, did you fucking forget this? I was it's in Melbourne whole... for PAX. No. No? Leading out of Sydney Supernova and Wade being away was the birth of Sidekick. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm a terrible person. You are. I'm thinking, you fucking moron. Because <laughs> we, we wanted to do more. We did. Well, we, we wanted to help out. We we got together down here in Brizzy because we told the guys we'd do sort of a video update, and we realised because we the Geek live Speak live five minutes away from each other. Yeah, the Geek Speak live podcast was on hiatus while Wade was away, yep. and we needed to get something out because he was over um, studying with uh, New York Film Academy. Yeah, he was over there for like seven weeks. Yeah, and so we wanted to do. We just wanted to do something. Well, we, we caught up to do our video. And then we just sort of started talking. This was on a Friday afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We started talking about, like, we live down here. We can't always get up to be part of Geek Speak Live. We have the capability. Why can't we do something down here? And sort of using Smodcast as... As an example of, the Bible, I guess. Umbrella Network Because there is the Smodcast podcast. Yeah. But there's fucking countless other podcasts under that umbrella. Yeah. And we thought, well, why can't we do our own little thing down here? Rang, spoke to Todd. Again, this was on Friday afternoon. Yep. We spoke to Todd. Sunday afternoon, we had the first two episodes of Geek Speak Sidekick in the can. Yep. And I think one of them was already up. <laughs> yep. It was up by, I think it was, went up on Sunday night. Mon- yeah. It went, went up on Monday, I it think. It was literally like three days since yeah. we had went from, started thinking of the idea. It went from idea to sort of really conception and recording it out there. And then up. And then it's gone, ever. you know. Weekly and th- and ever that's since. really like we, we ummed and art about names as to what to call I it. I think it was originally just going to be called Geek Speak Extra. Yeah. But we thought we want to make this kind of, people may have noticed I always refer to 
Geek Speak Sidekick is issues. Not episodes. We wanted to make it more comic booky, And so we thought, well, you know, sidekicks, we're the younger ones Wonder, compared to Todd and we're Wade. We're the younger, more attractive counterparts. Yeah. <laughs> and the ones who do all the hard work. Exactly. So we're the sidekicks. Pick up the slack. <laughs> and we look better in our tight little shorts. <laughs> well, that is true. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure that is one thing that has come out of Geek Speak Sidekick is I don't wear clothing. <laughs> yes. I'm... Tony Davidson, a uh, very good friend of Geek Speak who does the Little Geeks comics. Yeah. He, um, I don't think uh, from the last 10 comics, I don't think a single one of them I've actually been wearing clothing. <laughs> actually, while we're speaking of Tony, yes, I just need to take a moment here. On the last issue, when I gave you your present, which was the personalized Little Geeks comic. And you did them for the whole crew. You and can I actually s- check out, if you check out Little Geeks, He's you put a gallery can up. see the gallery of all the ones he did for us. Yeah, now I have to be honest here. When we were talking about it and I was explaining uh, what I what the comics were for all the crew, I did say that when I got them all and thought how cool they were and when I asked Tony to do them for me, I never thought to ask for one for myself. Because and when you're an I, idiot. And when I saw them all, I was like, oh, but now I don't have one. <laughs> Tony heard that. Yep. And on my porch on Christmas Eve, I had a package from Tony. <laughs> he did my own little geeks. Now I just have to be a thank him so much. It was yeah, so awesome. It's it's me as James Double Bond. Low seven. Double low mm. seven. Um, it's me as James Bond with the Aston Martin in the background, Ursula Andress beside me, and Julie Newmar, Catwoman at my leg. Yep. So it's a, it's a fantasy come true for a start. But <laughs> it's a fantasy, all right. I just have to say, when I said, oh, I didn't think of one for myself or whatever, <laughs> I wasn't hinting. I wasn't being like, oh, geez, I hope he hears this and does me one. I was just being genuine. It was a genuine surprise. Look, yeah. And thank you so much to Tony. But. Yes, check out Little Geeks on Facebook. That's... Tony does comics based off episodes and issues of our podcast and Geek Speak Live. And it's another thing to come out of 2013. <laughs> yeah. So I think that was really around sort of um, September. Yeah, I, I think they really remember. started taking off. So I think it was after, because I went down to Melbourne for PAX. Yeah. Uh, that not long after. Well, actually, no, wasn't it? It wasn't lot long after Sydney because we were going to do Melbourne Oz Comic Con. We'd only done a couple of sidekick issues yes. and then you had to go down to PAX. And that was the weekend. With, but the problem with Oz Comic Con was it was a week before I'd already planned to go to PAX. That's yeah. why we did Gold Coast. Uh, Sid- oh, fucking hell. Sydney Supernova. <laughs> and that was when huge announcements were dropped at San Diego Comic Con yes. because it was the same Same weekend. weekend. Superman, Batman, uh, Man of Steel sequel. Avengers 2, Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. They were the biggest ones. They were huge. Um, yeah, there were several others, all of which escaped me now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they were the big ones to come out of there. And then leading on from there, had to have been Zombie Walk, right? Yeah, pretty that much. Was, was that the next big thing? That was the, the next big crew thing, I think, um, was Zombie And Walk. among all this, we were doing the videos yeah. and the podcasting and everything. Actually, I've just remembered, um, was completely remiss about, you know, you coming onto the crew and everything. Around mm. the same time that you came on, Anna, Anna, Anna joined the crew. Oh, yeah, because uh, Anna came on as the Girly Geek Speak host at yeah. the same time as me. And then... We, we put out... Uh, Todd and Wade put out the photos of introducing the new... Yeah. And then, of course, springing from that with Gold Coast Supernova, just backpedaling slightly, Mel, Mel joined the crew. Yeah. <laughs> Who you can see both of them in our latest video, The 12 Geek Days of Christmas. Which, which I'm you not missed in. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were too good for us. No, I had to work. Christmas retail. Too good for us. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we did Zombie Walk. Mm-hmm. Came down. That was a 
That was, was a big afternoon. That was a very that big was afternoon. That was a hot afternoon. It was, yeah. And I felt so bad for the amount of people dressed up in full zombie makeup and fake blood getting yeah. around. It was hot enough to see our Geek Speak shirts. A lot of fun. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's always fun with the crew. Especially when the people who are dressed up, they don't just dress up, they they act up. Yeah, they go all they, out. They, they stay in character the entire day. Oh, yeah. And then okay, well, after that is, is Brisbane Supernova. Brisbane Supernova. It was who, only a couple of weeks later. I got to meet Gary Chalk. You did. Who made you cry? <laughs> speaking of which, yes, coming up in the next Supernova, mm-hmm. Neil Kaplan. He was the voice of Optimus Prime in Fuck. Transformers: Robots in Disguise, the last of the four. Okay, I've met the other three Optimus Primes. He is the last one. So you know we're going to have to get a photo. Yep, and a voice grab this time. Yep. So which Transformers was that? Robots in Disguise. It was the one after Beast Wars. So it's not the original cartoon? No, okay. no, no, no. It, it, in Japan, it was called Car Robots. Okay. It, it was them returning to Transformers as vehicles as opposed to Beast Wars, which was animals, which is okay. what Gary Chalk was in. Fair enough. Uh, Beast Wars and Beast Machines. Mm-hmm. Then there was Neil Kaplan and then came back to... Um, uh, Gary Chalk did uh, Armada, Energon, and Cybertron. Okay. So, I'm all so over you, the shop. So you met Gary Chalk. <laughs> yeah. So uh, who did we meet in Brisbane? Uh, Paul Abstruse. <laughs> Goes without saying. <laughs> uh, no, well, uh, Alana Pierce and I. Yep. We, we haven't mentioned Alana. No. She helped us out on that day. She does a lot of work for um, uh, Xbox Australia yep. and stuff like that. She helped out with some interviews with especially Man of Action guys. Yes. Who were responsible for Ben 10, Generator X, the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon, Avengers, uh, Steve Cardenas. Yes. Red, Red Power Ra- Ranger. Red Power Ranger. That was the first interview you and I did together. Yes. We did. We double teamed the Red Power Ranger. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's an audio grab that Todd and Wade are probably going to have fun with. Oh, no. Um, you've we, set them up. We got to go to the Game of Thrones press conference, you and I. George Double R. Martin. Um, Mark Addy. Mark Addy. Michelle Fairley. Jerome Flynn. That yep. was really cool highlight. That was cool. Uh, I got to meet three of the dwarves from The Hobbit. Desolation of... Desolation Smaug. of Smaug, which I will come back to. Uh, Stephen Hunter, John Callan, and Dino Gorman. Which is really funny because I, we got I told, keep going to say three hobbits. <laughs> we got told the correct pronunciation of Smaug yep. from them, but we recorded our Hobbit video before Boy, that. And I was saying Smaug. Saying Smaug. <laughs> uh, we got to meet Ter- Alana and I interviewed Terry Malloy. Yes. Who, is the, who was Davros from Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Uh, we which also, was another voice he did, which, yeah. which gave you a heart on. We also got to do possibly the craziest interview I've ever done. And sort of the first technically Bond girl I've ever met. Yep. Virginia Hay, who was also from Farscape. Yes. Oh, gosh, she was still a character. That, we're still waiting for that interview to go the, up. The whole uncut thing needs to go up. It does. Uh, That'll we, be half an hour of your life that's worth spending watching. The girls did stuff with the ladies from Pop Culture Initiative. They did, yeah. With the cosplay. Mm-hmm. They do... They, the day we were there, they were the, the burlesque whole Avengers. Yep. And actually, I went back the next day and they were the burlesque Disney princesses. <laughs> Either way, they're just winning in my heart. <laughs> yes, they are. But what's something we have forgotten to mention for the year? Now I've drawn a blank. Geeky Awards. The Geeky Awards, yeah. And Australian Webstream Awards. Yes. We won a couple of awards from those. We did. So it has just been growing and growing for Geek Speak this year. And around that same time, I went to Melbourne 
for the Bond, ah, the Bond, Bond exhibition. exhibition. It has been a huge yeah, year. That's, that's kind of rounded out the year, and then it just got, got into Christmas, and you and I were just like, Yeah, Christmas! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's it's been a full-on year. It has. It's, I, I can't thank Todd and Wade and the rest of the crew enough, especially Todd and Wade, because they brought us on. Yeah. They let us do... <laughs> it's their fault. Yeah. <laughs> it's their, their fault we're doing this right now. Like, yeah. But I... I cannot express my gratitude as to, you know, we came to them with the idea for Geek Speak Sidekick. We yeah. wanted to help out. We wanted to do more. Mm-hmm. And they were like, go for it. Yep. And they're chuffed with it. I'm chuffed with it. Everyone's chuffed with it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, can't thank them enough. No. But before we wrap it up, yes, there is one thing we just did touch on. You said I did want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Speaking of... Desolation of Smaug. Yep. Emily and I went and saw it last and night. And Benjadict's Crumble Patch. Ben- <laughs> Bulbasaur comes Snorlax. That's the one. Uh, no, we went and saw it last night. Okay. It's only been out for two days. I was just expecting it to be a bit busy. Yeah, and I um, don't care. So no, I'm going to leave it up to you. <laughs> no, look, we actually, we watched the first one, Unexpected Journey, yesterday. We watched the extended edition. Oh, fuck. Well, it doesn't actually add that much more. There's a few extra little bits here and there that give... Stuff in the new one context that were okay. cut out, like um, when the dwarves, are, uh, the elves are paying homage to the dwarves in the Lonely Mountain, they go to offer a chest of mithril, which is this incredibly rare source gem thing, I'll whatever, take, material. I'll take, I'll take your word for it. And they basically go to give it to the elves, and he goes to touch it, and they do the little like uh, pretty woman, snap the okay. case shut. That gives context as to partly why he doesn't want to help them, and also something he says in the second film is something he wants. Okay. There's more of um, Bilbo in Hobbiton, you know, showing him in his home comforts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. A lot more at Rivendell, where you actually see all the dwarves swimming naked in a fountain. Oh, Just funny stuff. Yay. Whole song when they go to Goblin Town. Is this in the extended? Goblin Town. This isn't, you're not talking about Smaug No, at the this is the extended edition. Okay. So we watched that in the morning. To, you know, just fill us in again before we went and saw the new one. Absolutely brilliant film. Mm-hmm. I was worried as to how they're going to end it because I thought, well, if Smaug, and... Smaug is in this one, yeah. what the fuck are they going to put in the third film? They ended at a nice spot. There is so much more they can still put in. Okay. They've, they've added so much. Like, Legolas isn't in the book. He has yeah. a lot of screen time in this film. I have one question. Yeah. Did you cry at any point? Surprisingly not. Okay. I said to Emily, are we placing wages before we go? You know, how many times am I going to cry? I'll put it down to three times. Fucking hell. Look, we saw it in the... We didn't know what version we were seeing. Yeah. If it was high frame rate or not. Nothing said. No one could tell us what version we were seeing. Okay. It was high frame rate. Honestly, see it in high frame rate. It makes this film so much more immersive. The 3D mixed with that higher frame rate... See, people complain about it because they're like, oh, it's not cinema. It's like, yes, because we've been brought up with 24 frame rate, you know, film. Yeah. 48 frames works better, especially with the 3D. And with a movie like The Hobbit, this fantasy world that you want to be immersed in, you want to be a part of, it does that. The acting is superb. Oh, what's his name? Um, Bendy Dick as Smaug. Ben- Benedict Cumberbatch. I, I, I won't. I said I, w- I didn't cry, but I didn't say I didn't get geek boners. Okay. Every time Smaug spoke, I was just going... <laughs> Absolutely brilliant film. I can't wait for the third one. Do yourself a favour. See the extended edition of the first one before mm-hmm. you see this. Refresh your memory. 
but it does give a little bit more context to it. I just thought of something else. Again, mm. not my thing, but I'm sure you'd be all over it and we'd be mm. remiss not to talk about it. The Doctor Who Christmas special. I haven't watched it because okay. I haven't caught up on so many episodes from this year. Okay. I'm going to leave that to Todd for a Geek Speak Live year in review because he he's has becoming been, a he's Whovian. becoming a Whovian. But no, Hobbit, Desolation of Smaug, fuck I'm going off on a tangent. Yes, you uh, are. Geek Speak review, four and a half out of five. It is absolutely beautiful. Watch the first one before you see to refresh your memory. You won't you won't regret it. Okay. But honestly, I'm fucked. <laughs> and, I'm tired. And, and we're spent. It's the end of the year. Yeah. But again, thank you to not only the crew mm-hmm. for and Todd and Wade for everything they've done for us with Geekspeak. Thank you to the listeners. Our loyal listeners, yeah. Thank you to the followers, because without you guys, we honestly wouldn't be here. I mean, I know there's a lot of people out there who listen to our show every week. Like, there's a couple of people when, if we've got a week off or, you know, you're late getting the show we're up getting or whatever, messages I'm getting text messages. Yeah. You're getting text messages. We're getting emails. We're getting tweets. We're getting Facebook posts saying, where's the latest, uh, where's issue. The latest issue? Because sometimes, unfortunately, circumstances have arisen where... We might not be feeling too, like I've been sick or, you know, uni work or work commitments, things that have meant we can't record for a week or yeah. it's had to go up a day late mm-hmm. and people are just like, where the fuck is it? <laughs> and I'm just like, hold your horses, it's getting there. And actually, yeah, hold your horses because I don't want to be anywhere near them. Yep. <laughs> that was something that came out this year was everyone discovered our phobias. Yes. Uh, that, horses and dogs. That Yes, I like getting naked and we like having play dates. That's true too. <laughs> But uh, honestly, it has been a huge year. What can we expect in the new year, Brendan? Um, what can we expect in 2014? Four weeks off. <laughs> <laughs> you are going away. Yes. You're going to Northern America, North America and uh, Canada. Canada, yep. There'll be lots of uh, geeky stuff to come out of that, I can tell There'll you. There'll be lots of geeky stuff you'll be bringing back to me. I expect presents. Um, just a little teaser. I yep. am going to Jay and Silent Bob's secret. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Be sure to grope Walt for me. Okay. There is something in February that's coming up. Geek speak 30th. Sidekick 30th. Sidekick 30th birthday, yo. But uh, look, I think the best thing we can really tease for 2014 yes. is just more sidekick. Yeah, pretty much. Because we, it's completely unexpected. We don't know what's going to happen. Yes, no. there's going to be conventions. There will be Supernova. There will be Oz Comic Con. Yes. In September, I believe, yep. at uh, Brisbane Convention, Convention Centre will be yep. hitting up. We're going to try to do more um, national stuff. Mm-hmm. So a few more little lads trips away. Yes. It's really just play as it comes. There's a heap of new movies coming out. You've got X-Men Days of Future Past. Transformers 4. Captain um, America, Winter Soldier. Captain America, Winter Soldier. And I mean, look, and to be honest, this coming year, 2014, with the movies that are coming out in 2015, yeah. this time next year, we will have trailers for Batman, Superman, at least yep. two trailers. There will be trailers for Avengers Age of Ultron, that, you know, Ant-Man. All oh this, yeah! All this stuff that's coming out in 2015—it's being Is made. Guardians of the Galaxy this year or next year? It's 2014 as well. I thought it was this year for some reason. No. Well, oh, 2014. Yeah, 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 yeah. 2014. 2014. I thought you were referring to 2015. I'm fucking spent. Yeah. So I mean, that all those movies that we're getting so excited about for 2015—they're being made in 2014, yeah. which means, as I said, we're trailers, have so much photos, rumors, reports. It's just going to be Robocop. Yes. That's coming out soon. I saw the preview last night, the new one. It looks fucking amazing. So there's going to be lots to talk about. 
So again, thank you to the listeners, to the followers, to the crew, for everyone that has made Geek Speak Sidekick such a success in 2013. We only want to make this bigger and better in 2014, and we can't do it without you. It would be remiss of me not to thank you. What did I do? Well, there'd be no sidekick without you. Oh, true. It'd just be me talking to... (laughs) You'd be talking to a wall, because I'm... (laughs) Listeners, I'm going to let you in on a little secret here. All Brendan does is sit here and talk. You do. I'm the, the one who does all the work. You do the tech work. But, I do all the work. But with me, without me, you'd just be sitting talking to a wall as well. I'd be talking to a microphone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey guys, Steve here. How are you? <laughs> we wouldn't be able to play off each other. No, no, no. And thank you to you, sir. It was. I don't know how we grew up in Toowoomba so close to each other for years and only Not, met each other this year. Yep. Like a few months before our thirtieth birthday. Because we're literally kindred spirits. <laughs> That's all we have for the GeekSpeak Sidekick 2013 Year in Review. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you've enjoyed everything we've done this year. And I hope you stick around in 2014 because, as I said, we're only hoping to go bigger and better. Yeah. Until then, I'm the geek of all trades, Steve Muller. And I'm your co-host, Brendan. Geek out. Hey, Steve. Yeah. I know we've just done a wrap-up and everything, but I really think... What sums up 2013 for us mm. can be best said by the one and only Pete Venkman. Oh, I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah, so this was 2013 for us. Take it away, Pete. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass.